Welcome to Wings on Wings, everybody. I was only at three. And I'm Doug. I didn't start talking until like 13. Hello. Oh, well, shit. This is Michelle. Ooh. Uh, And we just watched Gone But Not Faygotten from February 21st, 1995, season six, episode 18. Uh, This is an episode of Wings that we just watched. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, Have a nice night, folks. Bye. What are we eating? We are eating. Our hot sauce. I'm a little scared. We are eating I Ain't Afraid of No Ghost Pepper. I'm a little afraid. I was going to say, I'm I'm afraid. (laughs) This is made especially for hotsauceheat.com. Which no longer exists. I looked. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I can't even find like an actual, like a name of a manufacturer on here. So this is some kind of shady shit. Uh, Super secret science sauce. We bought it at a local winery. You know, you can't trust wineries. You know what the uh, you know how that goes. Honeyhole Winery in Drums, Pennsylvania. Check it out, Shut everybody. Out. Get some wine. They're get d- some, it's delicious. And get some honey in your hole. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Christ. All right, let's fucking do it. We'll talk about this piss poor episode of Wings. Um. Yeah. All right. That's not certainly quite... a piss poor episode of Wings. All right. The sauce is not quite as scary as I thought, uh, uh, although it is pretty hot. Um, so in this episode of Wings, uh, I don't even remember. Oh, there's a cold open with Lowell. It's stupid. He sings Moon River. Yeah, he sings Moon River with the wrong words. Um, but then Faye comes in and she says, Joe, I'd like the afternoon off for something really important. He's like, what's wrong? Are you okay? And she says, I want to go to the circus. Yes. She's very deadpan. Yes. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, I don't know if I could let you take off the whole afternoon for the circus. And she says, then I quit. Yeah. She just really wanted to go to a goddamn circus. And she says uh, she's been working since she was 20. And so she... Uh, has never gotten to do a lot of things, like go to the circus. She's never been to the circus before, and she really wants to go to the circus. I respect that. And I'm saying circus a lot because I feel like she said circus a lot. Mm-hmm. She circus did. was said a lot. Uh, but yeah, so she decides to quit because she she wants to go like travel and explore the world and experience new things. And so Faye decides she's going to retire. And work in her garden and take classes mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah. So, so that um, brings me a question, though. What age did everybody here start working? Uh, so I had a little later in life, because my grandmother was like, hey, enjoy your life while you can. Good advice. Yeah, um, so I was uh, I don't know, 19, I think I was. 19 years old, maybe. Nice, nice. That's 15. Okay. Are you talking on the books or off the books? Well, I was off the books when I was 15. I think either way. You could be mm. off the books. Might have been 14. Dishwasher. Yeah, I was 14 off the books and then 15 when I was actually like a on the books employee. So I was doing like handy where I was doing just like crap work for a mechanic. Yeah. And then, yeah, like a couple months. No, like a year after that, I got a job as a dishwasher or a few months after that. I can't remember yeah. which. It's been a while. I started working, well, I started babysitting for neighbors when I was 13 and had a steady, like, I had two steady babysitting jobs where I would pick up one baby, take it to the other neighbor's house, <laughs> and then watch, like, 
the baby until a certain time and then watch the other kids till a certain time. And I did that until I was like 15, like getting close to 16. And then I got a, a job times. when I was 15. Yeah. You know, you started pumping gas, selling cigarettes, uh, waiting tables, and um, slaughtering cattle. <laughs> My first job was working at Pet Supplies Plus, a local Ooh. pet store. My mouth hurts. But yes, I've had every job in the world. Yeah, this is uh, it's pretty this hot. Is, this is intense. It's good, though. I will say, it's not as bad as I thought. It's a good burn. No. Good, good flavor, actually. Yeah. yeah, this is actually pleasant. It's a little fresh, like fresh flavor on it there. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I must have been 14, but watching dishes at the old Triangle Diner in Pittston. And then I got a job when I was 15 at the guitar shop where I was taking guitar lessons. And I worked there until I was 17. And then uh, that, and that was all under the table. I made $5.25 an hour at the guitar shop. Good spender. Uh, and then uh, I worked at Pride Mobility on the books for the first time the summer before I left for college to make money for college, which I then burned through on pizza and alcohol in half a semester. There you go. So that was, yeah. And I've worked ever since. So starting work at age 20 seems not that... Early. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it really doesn't. No. But yeah, I also but, get her pain. But Faye, I mean, how old is Faye? We're, we're, 62. We're times that different. 40 years, so when we're looking at the 50s here. Like, was well, it... What, if, she was was, it, if she was married, then it was unlikely for her to work. Right. But as I'm saying, but maybe she was... They were telling her she didn't get a job because she was looking to get married. And then at 20, finally, was like, I'm not sitting around anymore. My grandfather or my grandmother on my dad's side always worked, even though. Yeah. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though she was married. Yeah. Because they were broke. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah. So Faye Faye retires and they throw a retirement party. Uh, listen. The return of the best character on the. Wings. Right. Uh, this this episode is not a barn burner of a wings episode, so. We'll see where this takes us, but we do get the return. The 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 most successful gag on the entire show. Yes, the best running joke. And the best running joke, and maybe the only successful joke on the history of this show. And maybe, is this the first time we're seeing Big yeah. Sandwich? Second time. Oh, yeah, we saw, there's the one where they're carrying it. Oh, okay, yeah. they're carrying the Big yep. Sandwich, right. We see a Big big Sandwich, and it's the car, the Carbona. Carter. I the Card- it was the, the Cardona? Cordoba. Cordova. Cordova. The Cardona? Yeah, the Matt Cardona. <laughs> uh, but they got a big sandwich because uh, they want Faye to leave the the airport, the airline, the same way she came in, drunk. <laughs> um, nothing fancy, but they got a big sandwich. And Roy comes in to see the big sandwich, and he's like, oh, oh. He's like, I thought, I thought you guys would maybe go with the Americana or whatever, or maybe this, the Adobo or whatever. He goes, but. You went, you went to Carbona or whatever? Cordova. <laughs> Cordona? Cordova? Cordova. What does that mean? You know what that means? He was like, you guys really went all out. And we see it on, uh, on, on the desk. It's a good looking sandwich. It is. Yeah, it's really it good. is. I, I want to eat a sandwich. Yeah. I wanted to party. It made me want to get a big sandwich. Yeah. For sure. We're going to get a big sandwich. We should, for the finale of the show, when we have it at the Nantucket Airport, we should bring a big sandwich with us. We just have to find where you can get a big sandwich. 
to see if the Nantucket Big Sandwich Shop is still open. <laughs> so, uh, we see the Big Sandwich. Faye comes in. She sees the Big Sandwich, and she says the the Cordova. Yep. Uh, yeah, she's very touched yes. that they got her the Cordova. Right, and there is a sign uh, with a poorly drawn airplane, and uh, Lowell got a cake, and it was supposed to say Happy Retirement Faye, or Good Luck Faye, <laughs> and it had a bunch of squiggly lines on it, and Lowell lets everyone know that it's a magic eye cake, and that you just have to relax your eyes, and you'll see the image of Faye. None of them can do it, except for Antonio, who then reveals... That she's naked as a jaybird. <laughs> sure was. Uh, so they, I don't know where Lowell got a naked picture of Faye to give to the cake people to turn into a magic eye. But they might they, have taken some creative liberties. Okay, but they did. Assumptions were probably made given her age. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe not. Maybe not. Who knows? I don't know when they were faking being boyfriend girlfriend a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's true. Maybe I had to go through with it. Right, I already forgot about that. Because oh, seeing yeah. how far they were taking it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so Faye, Faye retires. I have no idea what you're talking about. I realized it's from the episodes that I didn't <laughs> see. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, Faye, uh, so Faye retires. She, she gives a speech and tells talks about her life, which everyone is annoyed with. And uh, they need to find a replacement. Yep. And they're and they don't pay. Well, another I thought was a really good joke was so this lady shows up to apply for the job. Right as uh, Joe says, "Faye, you're unreplaceable." Right, yeah. and, and then like, and a woman says, "I'm here for the job." Right, and then she asks about the salary, and he says, "Joe's like, oh, I think you'll find us competitive." And she looks at the money and she laughs about it and leaves. And then Helen comes out and says, "Oh, what happened?" And Joe says, oh, we were really far apart on the money. And she said, oh, why? She wanted some? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's a good joke. It is a good joke. Yeah. But, I mean, to be fair, like, they're, logistically, I don't know how this airport is in business. It makes zero sense. Right? To, especially a business that supports three three employees, four employees, because they pay Lowell part-time, yeah. and then Faye full-time, and then Joe and Brian split the, like, that's, you know... Did we figure out that they're prorating Lowell based on one airplane versus where yeah, the six they airplanes? are. Yeah, so that's yeah, like they're paying so a part time. Like but it's still, you know, how many? I mean, it's one plane back and forth. If they're running, you know, I don't know how long it takes, but they're running with, like the show. They never look that busy, so it's not like they're running a dozen flights a day. It's mm-hmm. probably three or four. Plus, they always say in the off season they're like dead, right? Like flying like right. dummies and shit around. And every other episode, something breaks on the plane. Yes. Sure does. Because in this episode, the ultim- the altimeter goes, or whatever. Is that what it was? Yeah. Sure. So they have to cancel the flight, uh, but that's jumping ahead, because they do make a hire. Due to Helen's suggestion. Yes. Yeah. Helen has what I thought was an actually really good suggestion, mm-hmm. was somebody who has a lot of free time, isn't very busy, is on the island these days. Uh, needs a job. And needs mm-hmm. a job. The worst person on the show, Casey. <laughs> Casey's the worst person on the show? Well, I guess Roy is the worst person on the show, but like, Casey is kind of an asshole. Yeah. You don't you, think so? that, Once again, back to the episode you weren't on, you were not here when Roy purchased the woman. Uh, yeah, I wasn't there for that. <laughs> I, Roy is definitely worse than Casey. <laughs> Casey is starting to, like, soften a little. Yeah, well, they this definitely... episode did a lot of that. She she showed that she's actually 
an effective employee and not a not like an airheaded dummy that they try to portray her off to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like just a dumb trophy wife. She does a really good job. She comes she up with vouchers. She cleans the spitballs off the she, ceiling. She's very personable to the people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She gives them tips on where to go when they get to where they're going. Yeah. Creates new organizational procedures. Right. All it put it modernizes everything goes on the computer, which was I think they did an episode about like two or three seasons ago, right, where all of Joe's files were on paper. Yeah. I think they're all supposed to be in those filing cabinets yeah. that people just use uh, to lean on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she does a really good job. She does. She does. Um, so the flight gets canceled because of the ultimate. Yeah, the ultimate goes. Yes, she gives people like fifty percent off vouchers, yep. helps right. them get flight scheduled for Aeromass, and she says to them like, "Joan Bryan, oh, like this is all that I did, and mm-hmm. I got and a guy gave me tickets to the Celtics, right, Knicks tonight, and like Brian starts interrupting her, and she says, "Well, if you let me finish, I was just going to give you guys the tickets, right, um." And then they want to put money down on the game. And they ask her for advice. And she says, you exactly the spread egg when Oakley's in the cold slum. Take Boston in the points. I probably would have done the same. There you go. Because she was talking about, who was it? Oakley? Charles, Charles Oakley? Oakley? Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley wasn't much of a scorer. He was a main defender. Yeah. He was an enforcer, really. Seriously. And currently, I believe, banned from Knicks games for fighting in the stands, yep. right? Yep. He sure is. Sick. Yeah. Like, as of like just a couple, a couple years, years ago, ago, as an old man, he yep. was fighting people in the stands. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Because the next owner's a fucking ass. Yeah. Wow. Charles Oakley rules. Dolan sucks. Um, so yeah, they're like, hey, she's doing a hell of a job. And yep. she says, um, oh, well, the flights are booked, so you're not going to get there in time for tip-off. But if you take the ferry from 5 o'clock and bought, like, you'll be there in no time. Yes. So... She's on top of... She just knows... All of a sudden, they're like... She just knows everything that's going organized. on. She's on point. Yeah. I like it. Um, so she... Uh, well, they show up to the to the ferry hub. I don't fucking know what do you want to call it? the dock, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever the ticketing, uh, the terminal. Station? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are all the possible words. <laughs> and Brian's gonna go get some candy, and yes. I hear over the loudspeaker a very familiar voice. Right? Who to thunk? It's, it's been Faye. a couple days, been three or four days, That's right? It, yeah. When Faye got bored. She did. Uh, and needed to find a job. She missed everybody, but she couldn't come back. Uh, and she's, in fact, not retiring. So it seems like she really did just want to go to the circus. <laughs> yeah. She made a very, like, she just wanted a half very a day. hasty decision. Yeah. She just wanted half a day off. Sometimes, sometimes all you need is just sometimes a that's all you half need. day, man. Yeah. Right. They should have called that kid that was the pilot, remember? They should have brought him in for a day, for half oh, a day. Yeah. Wow, they haven't done that. That would have stick yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah, they definitely don't pay that kid anymore. No. Uh, so she's at the she's at the the dock, if you will. Uh, and she we were introduced to two characters who run the ferry. Who were very familiar. Who yes. were they? I'm glad you asked. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, you did you recognize either of them? You no. should have. Really? I didn't look. Okay. Well, <laughs> was one of them look. in House of a Thousand Corpses? So uh, the one guy, Jack Kaler. Jack Kerouac. Is this guy right here? Who is he? Oh, um... Who is he? He's the dude's landlord in The Big Lebowski. Yes. Oh, there Thank you, you. He's been in a ton of he other does stuff. He one-man show, which is hilarious. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's he wants been notes a, on it from the dude. He's been in a ton of other stuff. Uh, just a character actor. Um, 
I don't know if he was. What did you ask? He was in Doug House of a Thousand. What Corpses? year did House of a Thousand Corpses come out? Uh, it was made in '99, released in '03. That, thank you. '99. Um, that's true. Holy yeah. shit! I feel like that's a lie. No, but he was in Men in Black There's Two. No story with that. Okay. Uh, he was also there. in Big Trouble. Oh, he is in nope, Big Trouble. Just Big Trouble. Uh, this is a very, very funny movie. Uh, Dudley Do Right, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me as a circus barker, Fuck believe yeah. it or not. So the other guy, Michael J. Pollard. Uh, this isn't the best picture of him, but do you recognize this man? No. Okay. Michael J. Pollard is Herman in Scrooged. The guy Who's who freezes Herman to death. The, oh, the guy who... In in Groundhog Day, you mean? Nope. In Scrooge, mm-hmm. somebody freezes to death in Scrooge. I do vaguely remember us having this conversation that mm-hmm. Scrooge and Groundhog Day have yes. exactly the same scene. Yes, because in in Groundhog Day he takes him to the hospital. In Scrooge, he finds him in the sewer, frozen. That's right. With the icicles hanging off his nose. He was also Stucky in House of a Thousand Corpses, yes. Oh, you you are correct. Yeah, he's the guy in the beginning having the conversation with... Yes, uh, right. Sid Haig. Yes. Okay. Uh, so they are just just character actors. Everything you could possibly think of. Anything that was available, they were in. Uh, Michelle, one more thing for you here, though. Julia Sanford, the woman who comes for the job, for Faye's job initially... You won't know her. She looked really familiar to she me. Plays she plays Zia's play- mother in Risk Cutters: A Love Story. Oh, okay. hey, that movie rocks. And also, that, that was Wings that. was her second job. Wow. She was on an episode of General Hospital, an episode of Wings, and an episode of Ally McBeal, then an episode of the <laughs> of the Ed O'Neill rebooted Dragnet. Oh, holy oh. shit! I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Uh, she is an actor in cast photos, and something's got to give. She's in an episode of Scrubs. Uh, she's in Risk Cutters, a love story. And also, which is a common thing we're coming across when we watch, when we look up these people on Wings. She was also on an episode of Monk. Wow. With Tony Shaloub. She's also in The Prestige. Uh, two episodes of Passions as a nurse. Criminal Minds, Mad Men, Melrose Place. Uh, I think Monk was on for Harry's quite some Law. time. Wasn't yeah, it? oh yeah, for sure. So that's going to have was like a lot 2006 of people. Here. But also, Tony Shalhoub. Two thousand two to two thousand nine. Monk ran. My grandmother told me that uh, her and my grandfather's first date was to see Dragnet at a movie theater. Not the, the nineteen eighty seven Dragnet. Oh, the nineteen fifty four Dragnet. I didn't know that that it was a TV show. I didn't realize they were running yeah. it in theaters. I think it was there. It was a movie. Version. Was it a movie first? Yeah. Hmm. No, I, don't know. I didn't know. Interesting. Yep. Turner Classic Movie. Okay. Wow. I like it. That's not wow. that's interesting. I'll have to check that out. I'm a big Jack Webb fan. Yeah. yeah. That was their first date. Cool. Adorable. Yep. So, um, and they t- they they sort of you sort of see how phase how miserable phase life is. They need her to. She scraped the barnacles. They need her to get the squid out of the intake, and they bring her her wetsuit. And they're like, "Can we do anything for you, your family?" And she's, "Can I have my job back?" The family. Uh, and family here. and then the the boys have to make a decision, which, as we know, they're terrible at. They're yeah. shitty man children, so yeah, they're not. So, to be fair, Doug, none of the three of us males at this table could also make a decision for anything as simple as flipping a coin over sushi. 
Yeah, but the stakes for that are pretty yeah, low. Let's be honest here. All right. Uh, so they have them both working at the same time. Yes. So if you were in charge, who would you keep on, and who would you let go? Because Faye. And I can't remember her name right now. Casey. 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 I want to say Clarissa. They have a breakdown and they get into it and start mm-hmm. picking out each other's flaws. And Casey runs out of the office and says, I can't work with her. Like, yeah. This isn't going right. to work. Uh, and this is flash forward to the end of the episode. Well, this is the end of the yeah. episode. Uh, they flash forward to her working at the ferry dock right. or whatever as yes. the receptionist there. It's weird that she- Roy didn't hire her. I would have expected I was expecting Roy to. Roy to- I was expecting Roy to steal uh, Casey. Casey. Now, now, now Clarissa's in my head because of that one over yeah, there. Right. Uh, I was expecting Roy to steal her. What, who? All right. So in this in this situation, because Casey has been there for a week and she's brought nothing yeah. but positivity mm-hmm. and like yeah. really updating everything. Yeah. Um, you're gonna let her go, and you're really gonna piss off Helen. I'm sure mm-hmm. as well, which I'm surprised they didn't like. Sure. Get to that in, yeah. in the episode at all? Yeah. Um. Who's, well, who's, and from the beginning, Brian doesn't like Casey. But he it, doesn't want her there. But he does come around. It's yeah, and clearly she's doing nothing but improvements. Right. Um who would you have kept on? Uh Faye's terrible at her job. Yeah. The, the show establishes that I would have kept Casey. I would have kept Casey. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Alright, we're all Casey. Alright, good. Yeah. Yeah. good. Uh part of Faye's charm on this show is that she's bad at her job. That's yeah. part of the reason why well, she's there. She does like the minimum. Yes. No Which is, it came down to the real right, and yeah. from and what we know about the show, and again, I understand loyalty and all that, uh, but Faye probably could retire, and I would assume has some sort of pension or whatnot. But um, she has for three dead husbands. I'm hoping she's getting something from that, right? But uh, Casey, we we talk, we just talked earlier. We talk on the show all the time. The show mentions all the time how poorly the airline does. Having Casey in that position could really turn that airline around. Yeah, having that personable like we've had we've had episodes where Faye has turned people away, mm-hmm. and Casey could really turn around that airline, and people would want to come and get her advice and buy tickets to Sandpiper. And she gave out vouchers when the airline was missed to keep loyal customers, like all of that stuff. She just proved all the way around. That she was a better employee. And conversely, there was that great line they had or joke they had yeah. where. They uh, Faye had to do it once upon a time, and she said to a customer, "Would you prefer to be late, Miss Carter, or would you like to be the late Miss right. Carter?" Which right. is actually kind of a funny way to talk to a customer. Yeah. Right, and the only problem is that Faye. The reason why Faye had that job is because they don't pay anything, and Faye didn't care. Which would yeah. also kind of mean the Faye's kind of all right on her own, at least would, in some capacity. Think, like think, her, yeah. the job is maybe supplementing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Casey is just kind of desperate because she's broke as a joke and doesn't have own, her own. Yeah, she house. didn't even afford the flowers that she bought. Right, her face. she used Helen's credit card right. for it. When she also says like she has no like employment history, no qualification. Well, she was doing right. a damn good job in a week already. Right, right. yeah, and that's why I would yeah. keep her. The potential yep. for growth is much better. Right, yeah. although I right. will as... talk to Roy and Faye to his crew yeah, as a converse point. The one thing I would also, if I was owning Sandpiper Air, I, I, w- I would take into account as well, I would think about the fact that it's like, okay, I'm going to have Faye for as long as I want her or until she keels over. And if um, Casey is this hyper-competent at the job, it's, yeah, she's right. It's only a matter of time before somebody offers her, like, better money. So there's a potential of her being st- stolen away. It's an island. There are limited, uh, yeah. limited work. She, it's basically yeah. this or the crab shack. 
Yeah. Um, or the ferry. Or the, uh, what's the name of the bar station. they always go to? The, the third rail? The, the brass club rail? Car? Club car. Club Thank car. You. The third rail. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, uh, and not that efficiency is the only reason to, to bring somebody on or keep someone, but it is, it is, uh, very important. And I think Casey could have turned that airline around. Uh, and that's but it's also, I, I, didn't we figure out it's also part of the joke of the show that sandpipers just getting by? Right. Yeah, they're just yeah. not great so, at what they do. Uh, the end. So, uh, so Casey marches into their office because, right. like, her and Faye can't get along, mm. and she's you know, gives this whole speech about how, you know, she is uh, competent and talented, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she could walk into any office and yeah. make more money mm-hmm. and get a job immediately and be men and make a decision. Yes. And, and she gives that same speech at the end right. when we find out that she's working at the dock. Yes. She's then working at the ferry yes. station. Which I guess the gag of that one, too, is it's two brothers who are kind of... Uh, right. Men, yeah. children, also. Well, also, yeah, kind of like Brian and uh, yes. Joe, where one of them is even like, when are you going to settle down and get married and, you know, yeah. your looks are, you know, yeah. not get by on your looks. <laughs> Do people have conversations like that? I don't, know. I don't think Allegedly. so. Allegedly? Yeah. By the way, we've barely talked about the sauce. The sauce is good. Well, that was the episode. So <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the episode. Let's good all right. Se- good segue, Doug. Yeah, Doug, if you're gonna, I'm segwaying like I'm riding a segway or whatever the fuck. Just hope you don't end up like the guy who created the segway. What happened to the guy who created the segway? Didn't he drive it off a cliff? I don't know. Did he? <laughs> he drove a segway off a cliff. <laughs> Almost positive. That's about. I, I, I kind of hope that's true. I mean, I have I'm, to like, I'm pretty positive now. that's what happened. Well, hold on. Before we rate the episode, we got to find out about John Jonathan Segway and what happened to his. I feel like I don't know. I keep wanting to say Steve Wozniak invented the segway, but I know that's incorrect. Well, Steve, he's definitely still alive. Steve so. Wozniak sounds like an '85 linebacker. That's the guy that co-created Apple with Steve Jobs. Yeah. It should have been a linebacker. Uh, it was invented by a man named Dean Kamen, and he uh, appears to still be alive. The Segway? Who drove off a cliff then? Lots somebody, of people, probably. I'm sure somebody, but you're also, I don't know how fast they actually go, now that I'm thinking about it. So, I don't know. Although I really would wish Yeah, there it is. Segway company owner rides scooter off a cliff. Nice. Oh, the owner, not the... I, who I was, that's hilarious. Yeah, um, a British businessman who bought the Segway company less than a year oh, ago yep. died after riding one of the scooters oh. off a cliff. He, bought the, a he bought the company in 2009. So, okay, so uh, he invented it like Elon Musk invented well, uh, Tesla or Twitter. Jesus or diamonds. Christ, that was fucking 13 years <laughs> yeah. ago already. Or, or emeralds, God. I should say. Apparently, he was, he was giving way to a dog walker. Oh, well, I mean, this is awful. This is an he awful He fell 42 story. feet from a footpath above a river. Uh, in West Yorkshire. That's terrible. He led a British takeover of the U.S.-based Segway company. He took her jobs. A hostile takeover? I mean, I feel a little He was walking his dog that. on September 26th. That's he was birthday. walking his dog while riding No, the, the other guy, the, Sean Christie. Oh. Uh, he saw the businessman move a short distance backwards in a reversing move he assumed was to make more room for him to pass. He then wobbled and went out of view and found him lying face down and lifeless in the river below. Damn. That's terrible. Yeah. What a shitty way to die. R.I.P. Segway guy. R.I.P. Segway man. Uh, Jimmy Heseldon. He was 62 years old. (laughs) All right. Gone, (laughs) but not forgotten. (laughs) Who? Faye and and Jimmy Segway guy. (laughs) 
who's writing or who's rating this episode first? I'll Whoever, read it. Whoever first. wrote it, I okay. like to give I'm a piece do of it. my mind. Okay. Uh, this episode had two good qualities. Okay. One was that it had a big sandwich. A big sandwich. The big sandwich. The big sandwich. Two was it humanizes Casey and makes her a little less okay. hateable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's good. Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.75. I'm rating it above average only due to the big sandwich appearance. Uh, so I, it's funny that you say that because I will not allow myself to give an episode of Wings anything lower than a two and a half if there was an appearance or mention of a big sandwich. That's right. I think that's a good rule. Big sandwich is super important and maybe my favorite thing on this entire show. It's their best running joke. It is. Uh, and, uh, but I'm, I'm going to be even more generous to Michelle. I'm hitting it with a three. Nothing wow. happened in this episode, uh, but the appearance of the big sandwich, uh, and I don't know, I guess I'm in a good mood. So I'm hitting it with a three. All right. Yeah, I don't know why. Doug? I'm also uh, going to uh, fall prey to the big sandwich bump. And big sandwich. Yeah, this episode is a 1.5. Big sandwich is going to bump it up to a 2.5. There you go. And once again, as always, I'm being nice. Big sandwich. Big sandwich. Yeah, also points for the big sandwich song. <clears throat> Excuse me. We go two point five as well. Just, big sandwich, just for the big sandwich. Listen, big sandwich gets you that two point five alone. It's just yeah. what it is. What it it's is. True. All right. Ain't I ain't afraid no ghosts peppers. I ain't no ghost pepper. Uh, we. I can't wait until everybody sees what this bottle looks like too, because uh, we haven't really talked about it, but it has a ghost pepper mm-hmm. with a face. Yeah, it's meant to look like the Ghostbusters. Meant to logo. look like the Ghostbusters logo. Yes. So. You stole my thunder there. Sorry. Um, don't want to go back and edit it out. No, okay. I don't. All right. Uh, yeah. So Since that is gonna... that's fun. Uh, so on the bottle, it claims a lot that this is like a fruity sauce, mm-hmm. and I, I think some I sweetness got there. that there is some sweetness, but you don't necessarily taste like fruit. There's passion fruit. It's not, it says like fruitiness, but it doesn't taste that. But I think it does have a little bit more like sweetness than your typical ghost pepper sauce, which is usually like a little bit more peppery. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like it. It was hot, but it wasn't so hot like that I couldn't eat it. Um, and it's, I don't want to say it's a little like, I don't know. It's similar to some of the other hot sauces that we've tried. It's not altogether novel, mm-hmm. but it is it is a little different. Um, so I'm going to give it a three. Oh, okay. That's the right there. That's the three and above. So I ain't afraid. No ghost pepper. We take this super hot pepper, blend it with fresh all natural fruits and vegetables to make a delicious ghost sauce. Heat level nine, taste level ten. Uh, I think that is a bit of an over-exaggeration. I do like this sauce. It does have a sweetness and a freshness to it. I'd probably give it closer to like a heat level of a six. Uh, yeah, six to seven. It was pretty hot, uh, and it lingered. It did linger. <clears throat> it lingered. Um, but the flavor is good, but it's not a ten. Unless the scale goes to fifteen. Um, <laughs> then maybe. If the scale goes to fifteen, a nine and a ten is great. They're unclear on what their scale is. Um... Hot sauce heat does not no no longer exist, so uh, good luck finding this if you wanted it. Uh, but I did it. I did enjoy this. Uh, the heat was good. The flavor is good. Uh, it certainly doesn't like. They didn't taste like dirt, kind of somehow. When just for heat's sake, does. Uh, 
So because of the all naturalness, I am going to let me give it a three point two five. A little bit better than than Michelle thought it was. Um, just because. Uh, oh, I like the freshness of it. Doug. All right, I like it. Um, for a hotter sauce, it does what it it, it hits the trick. Mm-hmm. It burns you, but it makes you want more because it is a tasty sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as for the heat level. If I was going to build the wings on wings scale, I think I'd make, uh, in terms of heat, I think I would have made 10 like that Dave's ghost pepper sauce that fucked us up a ways back. That right. was a, a, a 15. Yeah. <laughs> or right. um, Da Bomb Beyond Insanity, which also oh, whooped yeah. us up. Yeah. 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 Those are like the top of the heap. Yeah. This is like a 6.5, maybe a 7. Yeah. Depending on how you're feeling. Right. So, but it, there's some heat there. There's some good flavor there. Um Earlier, when Michelle showed me the bottle, I didn't see the afraid of no, so I just thought it said, I ain't ghost pepper, which I was like, what the fuck does that mean? But it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but this is, I I, I would use this again. Um, I'm going to give this, uh, yeah, I'm going to go 3.25. Brett, so, you. Um, yeah, uh, I agree with pretty much what everybody's saying. Um, I like this naturally flavored and not um, like the artificial shit. Which yeah. you can clearly taste the difference in sauces with yeah. that. Well, and the first ingredient um, is pepper, is the ghost pepper, which yeah, is nice. Um, definitely had some staying power, which was good. I mean, I put more sauce on, which I rarely do. But it was enough to, yeah, find that balance of let you know it's here. And it's here to stay for a little bit. Uh, tasty, though. So I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go with a three. Um, yeah, it was good. I like it. It uh definitely made you made you sweat a little bit. Oh, and there are bits of garlic in it too. I forgot to mention that. God, I love garlic. Um, yeah, that's it, right? Mm-hmm. That's, our that's everything. Michelle, do the plugs. Uh, check us out at underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram. Wings on wings podcast at gmail.com and wingsonwings.podbean.com uh, you can also find us on the soon to be named network at stbn network on twitter soon to be nam- named network.com soon to be named network.tumblr.com where you can find lots of other good podcasts like we need wrestling hey Brett and dj's hey, other podcast yes. uh, hit my music long box heroes at odds with wrestling uh, final wrestling place, etc. No, this is two weeks in a row. We hit a sauce with a passion fruit in it. Oh, yeah, no. that is weird because I don't think we've ever we, had. One yeah, before. we went because nobody, nobody is more passionate about wings and wings than us here at Wigs on Wings. <laughs> You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network. 
the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.